Alright guys, well, we're here. First episode, this is the pilot of the Comic Store Club. Um, for y'all that are listening, welcome. We're glad that you can join us. I'm thankful that we finally have been able to put this together so that way we can start you know, talking about the things that interest us, comic books and stuff. Um, so you'll see a lot of that, talking about comic books, talking about castings, things that are happening in the movie world, in the pop culture world. We're here for all of it. Um, but just to warn you, we are... Sh- kind of leaning more towards the DC versus the Marvel. So all you Marvel fans out there, we're going to try to hit those topics and you'll see uh, some later in the episode. But big focus is the DC stuff because there's tons of DC stuff happening right now and all this Marvel stuff's getting pushed back. So with that being said, we're going to introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Robbie. This is Josh over here. What's up? Keenan. Hey. And Jermaine. Howdy. Um, we're kind of the regulars on the show, but the way that this is going to work is we'll have there be some episodes where it's like Robbie and Keenan, some episodes where it's Josh and Jermaine, kind of just mixing, um, going back and forth, talking about different things based off of who knows what about the certain things. So we're going to start introductions off with Keenan. Keenan, tell us about yourself, man. Hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm really stoked about this show. Can't wait to do this forever and ever, you know, always. But no, uh, huge DC collector. Been collecting comics since about eighth grade. Yes, oh yes, uh, eighth and freshman year. So I heavenly like do DC. Like DC is my 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 shindig. So that's what when I she do. Was the first appearance of Beast Boy. Go. Uh, Doom Patrol. I think ninety nine. Yes, he knows his shit. Yes, yes sir. It. You got to. But uh, DC guy, do a lot of other things, and I just collect comics. I'm just a nerd fan, so huge Star Wars fan too. Can't go with Star Wars, you know. It's part of comics. We'll talk so. about that too. Don't worry, all you Star Wars fans out there. Yeah, to this. we're gonna hit a little bit of everything for sure. What's up? I'm Josh. I'm a huge DC dude as well. I've been collecting since like the fifth grade, probably through my sister and my dad. Huge into Batman, huge into Nightwing, and then huge into Green Lantern. That's one of my favorite like expanded mythos that's outside of Gotham City. Hell hyped to be here. Uh, Speaking Jermaine bold. West Allen here at me on Jermaine at Jermaine West Allen on everything. Oh, we just throw shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Plug it out here, dude. Out there. Listen, uh, I'm a big pop culture guy. I'm a big collector. Uh, pretty much a fan of anything and everything you can think of. Uh, I'm a DC guy too. Like, I don't really fuck with Marvel like that. Ooh. Am I allowed to say fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't really fuck with Marvel like that anymore. I kind of. I kind of fell off, you know, after, you know, the MCU kind of transitioned to TV shows, kind of fell off after that. But I'm a huge DC guy, more so, like, the TV shows and the movies and that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, getting into the comics as we go. I think the first the first time I watched anything DC was Batman Brave and the Bold and, like, when I was in elementary school. So that's baller for sure and I'm Robbie y'all know me I'm uh, NASA Airy Comics on Instagram kind of the guy who like wanted to get this together and get rolling with it Um, I've been collecting since I was a fifth grader like Josh over here Um, started with Marvel though and then recently been converted to the DC the dark side the dark side Uh, don't regret it I'm gonna say it right now for all you Marvel fans Sorry, there's nothing good coming out for Marvel right now. Oh, man. That's but with DC, though. Rough. We all know about DC. DC stays with the heat. The movies maybe not be as fire. <laughs> but we're going to get into that in this episode because we want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so like I said, welcome again. Um, our first thing that we want to talk about, though, guys, is who's y'all's favorite superhero? Oh, that's a hot topic, nice. I want to say. Question. So Josh said Nightwing. Josh, elaborate. Talk about Nightwing. He's every 
bad part of Batman, quote unquote, just taken into a better light. It's just throw Batman and give him a ton of hope and make him like a happy dude, not traumatized all the time. It's every bit of the strength and the intelligence of Batman. Plus, he smiles, and also he's super hot, and Jim Wan, solid. Nice. I'm going to jump in with it. I know that, jo- so Josh. <laughs> real quick, Jim and Wan are the name of his ass cheeks. Oh. That's in DC Comics. Hey. That is real. Hey, that's fire. Going to, speaking of DC Comics, though, guys, Josh got me onto this uh, storyline by Tom Taylor, legendary Tom Taylor. Tom, I hope you're listening to this. Um, but what do you think about that, and what, what he's trying to do for Bloodhaven in those that little short run that Tom Taylor's done slash working on you know, just so, hit issue 100 we're on issue 106 first person issue 105 I'm so happy it is such like it gives more character to Bloodhaven rather than just nah it's just kind of less horrible Gotham it's actually like hey here's a city where Nightwing actually is trying to do good here's Alfred's Park here's all this other stuff yeah Blockbuster's there all these other little villains are there but it still is like, hey, it's Nightwing City and everybody fears and just how they fear the Batman. Except there's also like, dude, it's Nightwing. Come play basketball with us. That's dope. Yeah. I also like uh, Bruno Redondo won that, the Eisner for that that issue. Do you think that he deserves that? Like, 100%. That's art is so dude. beautiful. It's so good. And like that first, first ah! we got that first person issue in 105. It came out like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So, so cool. Never been, I don't think it's really been done in comics before, right? I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, it reminded me of like Hardcore Henry, that old first person movie. Yeah. The only thing is it showed like just his form and I'm like, let me see some bicep. Let me see a little more like chest. I need more eye view into that. But it was really cool. Yeah, All the beard scenes Also really too, cool. going off of Nightwing, Jermaine, I know you're a big Titans fan. Ooh, what do you think yeah, about Nightwing yeah. on the, the big screen? Not really the big screen, but your TV screen. Right, right, right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, whatever you call it. Brenton, uh, what is, what's his last name? Thwaites? Thwaites. From uh, Titans? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, it's THW something. I, I, not even hard yeah, to say. Hard I to think say. he was a really good pick to play Nightwing. Not only did he like the physique wise, like he had the Nightwing, he had Nightwing's ass. The basically. only thing is that you can't use him in the DCU because he's yeah. old, he'd be older than Superman. Yeah. It's that Elseworlds, you know. That, yeah. How James got that Elseworlds. I mean, like, other mm-hmm. than like him not being able to, you know, transition over to the big screen, it, he did a really good job, like on the on the show. I think he was a good Dick Grayson. Man. I think D- people, in general, though, except like, for the moody first season. Oh yeah, totally. That moody first season, he was like the depressed, <laughs> yeah. almost like reading New Teen Titans all over again. I was yeah. like, no, but he was really good. I, I like think how really they kind of like aged him up. A little yeah, bit. yeah. He had aged up with it. Made him the dad figure. He he was Batman basically. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah. He I took like how he was like a PI too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, running the streets like they made him like still involved in like crime without. He was a great detective. One hundred percent. Just like how Batman should off be. As he's still wearing his Robin suit. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. But he looks so much better in the Nightwing suit. Oh my gosh, like, dude. I'm so glad they ditched the Robin suit. I think they really did pretty good on those castings for that Titan show. I mean, I was just pretty solid. Suits were super nice. Yeah, too. no, like bald Superboy. Yeah. Okay, that was <laughs> that was a little push, but you know, yeah. that was kind of. They didn't weird. have to do that, but yeah. So anyways, I thought it was also a great way where they didn't make Starfire. Like, here's a bikini, go nuts. I was like, right. oh, hey, it's a little classier. Yeah, not, yeah. Even, not even gonna cap with you. On the first episode, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Dude, with, she's with like Starfire. No, literally. Like, I hated the outfit, like, on the first episode. But after that, like, they made it better, and oh, it yeah. makes sense, like, for the clothes that she wore, I guess. Because she is a princess at yeah. the end of the day. Yes. Like, you know, she has to look... Like a princess. Exactly. Yeah. And you, she's you an can't... alien, so she's not gonna yeah, be yeah. dressing like it's a not like a normal yeah. yeah. You're not drink you're not dressing like in the Queens, you know, yeah, Britain yeah. and stuff like that. So we heard uh, Josh's favorite hero. Keenan, why don't you tell us 
Man, I don't know. I got tough two. Got tough two. So it's got a. It's always Hal Jordan. He's my number one. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Shout out Showcase Twenty Two. Oh, shout it out, man, all day. And then another hot one I really love is Alan Scott. He. I don't think he gets much appreciation. You know, all these Golden Age heroes are not getting much appreciation until, you know, later this year, which in October, they're releasing all these Golden yes, Age titles. You know, Wesley Dodd, Sandman, Jay yeah. Garrick Flash, and Sir and Alan Scott. Yeah, no one appreciates them as much, but I they just had, that's what started the DC, was Superman and, and all of them. Yeah, the JSA, that's what started all this. So why don't we appreciate Star them a little bit more, but even though those Silver Star Age, Girl. yeah, Stargirl, dude, great. The that was a great show, too. Yeah. But uh, so just in general, things. I just I love Hal Jordan and Alan Scott. They represent what I like about DC, and I just love Green Lantern. Of so I know that we all know this kind of, but can you talk about your favorite Green Lantern storyline, dude. And your Green Lantern writer, because there's a bunch of people that done Green. There's people that. Uh, not gonna mention names. Intergalactic <laughs> uh, super cop, no, or whatever. Right? That one was okay. It just was weird. But uh, favorite story, dude. If you're trying to go like with the new, it's I think Blackest Night or Brightest Day. Hundred percent, always. Those are so like two, those two goes. That's you, up there with Kingdom Come for me, dude. For reals, and Kingdom Come was amazing. Like from through through and through, Alex Ross art from oh that painting, man, amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say how like maybe Blackest Night. Yeah, Blackest Night. And so you're, I know you're a big Jeff Johns guy too. Jeff Johns, yes. So you read the whole, I think you have all of Jeff Johns. Oh, yeah. You had to get the 2000 run he did and that new 52, which he mm-hmm. kind of I'm a, you know what? I'm low-key a huge fan of the, the Secret Origins that Jeff Johns did with that Green Lantern. Really? Yeah, I really liked it because I really liked the, the way that they showed Hal Jordan's relationship with his dad. Oh, like dude. The stuff that happened. Yeah. It was, I haven't seen it portrayed that way at all. But I thought that it was super sick. I thought it was super cool. I'm looking forward to see where Green Lantern goes. This new Green Lantern run that's out right now at the dawn of the DC. Yes. It's pretty good. It just crossed over the Night Terrors. And Night Terrors, the Green Lantern, was one of the special ones out of the Night Terrors run because it didn't stray off. It kind of continued that story. It was almost like a continuation. But I think that Green Lantern is a solid character. Like I would say that from my personal favorite superhero, myself... Um, I do like Green Lantern on the DC side, but I'm actually going to say, for me, a Marvel character, I like Ghost Rider. I love ah, Ghost Rider. I love, I love Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. I grew up with Ghost Rider, and some people like don't see him as much as this like crazy guy that he's portrayed in the comics, but with Ghost Rider, specifically Cosmic. I was about to, say, I was about to just Rider. say, I think Cosmic Ghost Rider is the best one. And for yes. me, because he just has that... That oomph that Ghost Rider has, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's like, if you just look at that story, spoiler alert, but, I mean, it's Frank Castle, who made a deal with the devil, became the Ghost Spirit Rider. of Vengeance, and then he's like, okay, fought, and ended up just being him and Galactus, and Galactus' last dying wish was that he made a deal with Galactus, to where now he has these cosmic powers, and he goes back in time to freaking kidnap baby Thanos to raise him and not be this destroyer, but instead to be a Punisher. Yes. Now Thanos becomes the Punisher and wipes out half the population still, it's just a cool story. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Donnie Cates does a great job of telling that story. But yeah, I'm sticking with Ghost Rider for my favorite superhero of all time. Even though like I don't, I'm not really a big Marvel collector anymore, I remember seeing him on the big screen. And Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider movies, I feel like are super slept on. No, they are. People think they are. that they're no. bad, but I think they're that good. They're, they're, they're good. Not good. Honestly, I can't even say much just because I haven't watched them since I was like 
maybe like 10, 11, 12. But see, that's how nostalgia factor. So it's oh, nostalgia. That nostalgia factor plays so much. Yeah. CGI doesn't hold up. Nick but it's like, oh. it's Ghost Rider is a cool character in general. Like, you know. I'll take that. Okay, what would y'all have thought, though, if they made the Midnight Suns and brought Wesley Snipes' Blade? I would just love Blade. to see Blade. Like, no, I, they wouldn't do Marshall Ali. No, but I'm saying, like, back in the day, if they brought, like, Wesley Snipes... I think that would have been insane. That would have been cool, right? That would have been insane, but I don't think they could have done it, just because of the limitations. Wesley Snipes wouldn't have let them. Oh, yeah. Dude, he charged so much. I was was listening to something. Maybe I was listening to a podcast. I think it was uh, the Comic comic Book Club with Guns Sons saying that, like, Wesley Snipes charged so much. Really? He didn't want to work with anybody, so he would stand there with his eyes closed and just say his lines, and they just CGI his eyes open. Yeah. What? It was, like, he was super, like, I don't know, man. Wesley Snipes, get your shit together, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, last but not least, Uh, you already know who his favorite superhero is based off of his intro. I am a Flash fan till the day I die. Well, I'm a Flash, though. Barry Allen. Barry Allen. It's the right. That's right. Basically, like, I guess Barry Allen, just because I've read the most things from Barry Allen, he has the most adaptations that I've, like, seen, and, like, everything Flash that I know of has all been mostly Barry Allen, and, like, he's just the character, like, he is everything that I want in a hero, he represents everything that I represent, like, as far as heroes come, and, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite. Flash is my number one, Green Arrow is number two, just because... Green I feel Arrow. like he's very under like appreciated. underappreciated because like, he's an archer. Green, 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 Green Arrow. Yes, yes. it's always 100%. these C C D tier heroes and villains. I feel like they always never get appreciation. You I know? mean, he got a lot of attention in the Justice League um, Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Well, then when the Arrow show came out, a yeah. lot of people loved it. And but I think I they they like only equate Green Arrow with Stephen Amell and that version. Yes, but I like. Every version of Green Arrow. Yeah, like Kevin Smith's version was great. Yeah, and or was he in Smallville or not? Which one? Yeah, was he was. Okay, yes. Yeah. And then he I was really like the suit. I really oh. like the Green Arrow suit in uh, Smallville. Green Arrow suit in Smallville is pretty good. I actually just re- started rewatching Smallville. Really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm just in a DC kick. What can I say? But jumping on to like stories though, I know I think I might be the only one in this group that's reading it, but Josh Williamson's Green Arrow run. Really? I mean, it's his most. He says it's his most proud work. Shout out to Josh, um, but he really takes that character and makes it something that I've never seen from really? before. Yeah, I and mean, he's super intense. If you guys like want to hop into it, I definitely recommend it for sure. It's definitely a read that I didn't think I would like, and it's I think it's four issues deep, and they're not doing a Night Terrors on Green Arrow. Oh, they skipped it? They yeah. skipped Green Arrow. Really? Night so there's no Night Terrors, Green Arrow. Like I wonder why. Batman, Superman. I don't know. They could have. The thing is, is like with this, I don't want to spoil it because it's still coming out. No. But with like what's happening in the story, they definitely could have used a, tr- a track to get into Night Terrors. Oh, so, like lead it to it? Yeah. But mm-hmm. like I said, Green Arrow, dude, like... That's up there right now. That's kind of holding me. And plus, listening to his panel at Fan Expo Dallas and him talking about, like, hey, like, I've always, since the beginning I started writing comics, wanted to write Green Arrow, and now he's finally able to do that. I'd imagine he's putting in a lot more work than he ever has with this story. It's kind of hard to talk about favorites. Ask me who I hate. So who Yeah, you- that's very much easier. That's it's so much super- easier. I have a super controversial opinion. Let's all right, let's, let's get what we hate. 
Go, go for it. I don't like Batman. You're, you need to leave. I'm sorry. I don't so, like you Batman. Need to leave. No, I don't no. like Batman. Hold up on this. So, I, Batman is, you know, DC, it's the Trinity, right? You have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. They're the ones that are like, everybody loves. Batman's amazing, but he's very much over-liked. Almost everybody likes that's him. That's literally well, why that's I don't like Batman. Fault. That's the people who like him. That's their fault. That's so. fine. But, like, everybody... Like, I ask, hey, who's your favorite DC person? Yeah, like, but that's also, that's the same with Marvel and Spider-Man. And no, exactly. That's why I don't but like Spider-Man. But it's just they're the most recognizable ones. I mean, yeah. Superman, like, you look at that, he's just a golden boy yeah. scout. Exactly. I don't... I didn't like Superman for a minute, either. I, I don't like overly super golden boy, boy scout, like, super. Yeah, but that's, like, that's his thing, and then Batman's the mirror to that, and, you know, like, that's, like, Midnight or... I, oh, definitely. Definitely, no, definitely with how it was back, you know, gold, silver, and bronze. Now it's kind of that time where you're like, oh, it's kind of changing shifts. I have, yeah. to, I have to say, though, so I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm not a huge Batman fan, but I'm a huge different type of Batman character fan. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite characters of all time is Batman of Dawnbreaker, which is like that green, that kind of like dark uh-huh. metal where he gets the ring and be like, he goes... The variants shit on yeah. all these yeah. characters because and he kills Jim Gordon in that story. It's freaking crazy. He kills but there's like so many different variations of Batman that it's hard really to find one that like it's hard to find one you don't like. But they're sense. all the same, essentially. They have that same esque, but I think the best part about Batman is who writes them. Yeah. Who's the who's got that opportunity? Chip started out. Chip started out. The failsafe run that he right? did was awesome, except the, for the Batman coming into orbit. The Dark Knight Returns, one of the best Frank selling Miller, books. Yeah. Frank Miller, but dude. But bro, James Tynion's run, oh, of Detective Comics, so was outstanding. And I, mean, I take he, it back. I don't hate. I don't think they're all the same. I don't think they're all the same. It's just how it's done. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. just certain things about Batman. So yeah, that's like. fair. So there's a to tell y'all too. This uh, I bought a book and I was like, I brought it to the shop. Um, we also, shout out to Monster Slayer Comics, it's kind of where we like all met and we hang out. I work there. And that's why we call it the comic store. Right, and Josh, Josh works there, but one day I brought a book up and it's All-Star Batman uh, and Robin the Boy Wonder by Frank Miller and Jim Lee, which I'm like, oh, super studded uh, cast for that, you know, the writer and uh, artist for those, but man, was that book terrible. Yeah, really? Was, like, was that the one where he like tortured Robin and fed yes. him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he like bullied him and like yep. spat on him. And yep. I'm like, Frank he, like, Miller, he kept him like, in a cage in the back cave and just fed him rats. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was pretty dark. But it's like those stories of Batman where it's like, dude, I don't like oh, those. Those are cool. But then you get to like Chips and Darcy's failsafe. And then you get even like James Tynion's run. And then Josh Williamson did a run before that mm-hmm. with Abyss, introduced Abyss. Those were amazing. Those were outstanding. That, just, that, that was the start of Batman Inc. too, which is also another great series going yes. on right now. You just reminded me of, like, the literal reason why I, like, started to dislike Batman. It's literally because of his relationships with the Robins and, like, oh, yeah. the Bat family. It's so much better now. He and Tim are actually, like, father and son. He cares. It's like, he's turning just kids Nightwing. into killers. You know, like... They're not killers. They're just... They're just... They're just... Be you and do a coma. I'm gonna sip my drink on that one. They're not killers. They don't kill anybody. They don't right. kill anybody, but they'll they'll beat someone. Oh, I'll put you in a cup yeah. of your life. Yeah. So now you'll never rob anybody again. You can't move. <laughs> yeah, true. Now that we're kind of like talking about it, another thing that we kind of want to talk about that we were talking about before we start recording was like, what are we liking about Marvel and DC right now? Like, what's the different aspects? <laughs> Not their TV show. Yeah. Yeah. The so, TV show. Well, I'm gonna say this as in general factor with all these superhero shows that's been going out. It seems like they're getting less and less enjoyable. And more, so it's, yeah, so many, and, you, you know, they used to space them out, but then people hated it being spaced out for so long. Now they're wanting it quick, and now they're like, uh, it's very conflicted now. 
You know, it seems like it's the same repetition. You're like, oh, the hero's going to defeat the villain. and You already know how the story's going to play it's, out. It's oh, It's been for a long time now, just like the mirror hero is the villain, which is like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I like... We just did it again with Secret Invasion. Yeah, we're, we might talk about Secret Invasion later on today. It's kind of, you know, kind of upsetting. We're kind of all... You know, ones that have seen it have been... Uh, <sighs> I've just heard too much. But, I mean, I'm, agree- I'm in total agreement with y'all. Like, Marvel's just... Well, we have this writer's strike, so we don't really know what's happening. We don't know when things are coming out. They have a lot of new projects announced. Everything's getting pushed. Everything's yeah. getting pushed back, and it's just like it's hard to look forward to some stuff with like the DCU, DCEU, and the MCU. Um, but comic book related, I was just telling them like I just cut like all of my Marvel out. Like Marvel is hitting brick walls with their stories. There's only like a couple that I can think of right now. Like Incredible Hulk just started, mm-hmm. so we'll see where that goes. Fantastic Four apparently is doing really well. I know that, and that's so surprising because Fantastic Four never yeah. had used to do well. And I think, but I think ju- they just I found think, a good writer. I think they're basing it off of the covers too because they're making a lot of sales because Alex Ross, legendary Alex Ross, is doing the covers. Mm-hmm. For Alex Ross, man, that and dude's he awesome. He will sell. He will sell books. People, I mean, there's tons people of people will buy covers. just Alex Ross art. Just that just art Alex, is so yeah. good. But I personally, I have like one through nine of the Fantastic Four, and I'm like, it's just not good enough to stick it. It's like to stay in it. But you flip to the DC side. <laughs> There's so many like ongoing series with DC that just keep going and excel. I mean, you're on like oh, Action Comics a thousand something, DC, or Detective Comics a thousand something, but they just did this like white where they're doing the Dawn of the DC and it's starting up a bunch of different series. I mean, we have Tom King, legendary Tom King, um, writing this new Wonder Woman series, and that, and that like, I'm actually super stoked I'm for. I'm so excited for that because Wonder Woman used to never really get any love. She used right. to back in the 80s, 90s, 2000s right. when they were bringing her back. But with Tom King, I think I might pick it up just because it's something he yeah. writes. Well, also, I mean, he, he wrote that Superman, that Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. read that? Yes, I remember. Yes. Um, that's on my reading list, but I, I just listened to a podcast. Also, the Sons of a Gun podcast. Shout out to the Gun Boys. But they did a really good job of like kind of explaining. They do like rereads, which I think we're also going to do on this show, too. Um, so stay tuned for that. But... They went into it, and it's just like the way that Tom King writes. I mean, I just finished Mr. Miracle. I just got Strange oh, Adventures. So good. Like, those books, like, I just can't wait to see Wonder it's Woman. It's very fun. Yeah, and I can't wait to see, like, Wonder Woman through the eyes of yeah. Tom King. He digs yeah. deep into yeah. those kind of, like, C, D tier characters. You're all like, oh, okay. I didn't know this was an understanding that they had. Like, super, like, we talk about this, and this is kind of that DC Marvel perspective. I like how DC plays as it's humans or gods want to be human You're such as superman right exactly and josh says this a lot and i like i fully believe it but marvel like he says is humans trying to be gods like spider-man is a good wow. example he's trying to be iron like man. iron man great example do dude. y'all think that iron man and batman are essentially the same character no i mean no not like, the slightest bit Completely. not personality wise but like money wise sure it, like, they're both the head of both of those universes. Like, when you think DC, I can Batman. See I can agree with you. But no, see, I, I don't. See I think I don't Iron Man, I don't agree, because Iron Man did it for the MCU, and that's what people got yeah, Marvel, right? right? But originally, the- it was FF. It was right. Fantastic Four. Yeah. It was Amazing Spider-Man that it got... And like, I think it'd be, more, it'd be more of a Reed Richards for, like, compared to Batman. Yeah. I, I kind of think that's exactly why the MCU well, is kind of like. I think yeah, and I think that we can compare it because people who've seen the movies, like they see, okay, you have this Christian. Let's talk about Christian Bale Batman for a second. This playboy millionaire who has all this access to tech, and then you look at the Marvel side. I mean, literally, Stan Lee is 
a cameo as Hugh Hefner. So yeah. It's like he's going to the Playboy yeah. Mansion. He has all this tech accessible to him. Yeah. I mean, he loses that's his parents. That's the similarity. There's like that's where I feel like we could. I can see the similarity. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, movie. you don't definitely can. But if you're trying to think of like how they started as Marvel and DC, oh yeah, no, it's completely yeah. different. Yeah. You know, it's those that Trinity. But then yeah. you had like FF, amazing. You know, what? I see a lot yeah. of comparisons. See, and you're you're bringing up Fantastic Four, X Men, and I think those are the characters that will sell because everybody's well, getting like. Right now. They will. They will. Why not X Men? The comics aren't doing great. Yeah, that's like the they other. Thing. But I feel like they're trying to push toward it. Though. Like exactly, he's saying, they they're would. trying to they rebrand just did it. The what? Krakoan Island, whole thing. Yeah, I and think. Jean but Grey I think they're died. trying to restart it. I don't know, but like I know Jean Grey just died for the sixteenth time. More. I have not. Is... I have not heard good things about the X Men comics right now. Really? No. And they're doing. But this, I'm just the thing is, is like X-Men they're in this guy. like I don't know if it's like a phase, kind of like how like. Like events, I don't know because we really don't. I don't how, who, how the hell does Marvel do events? Like they don't do them like. Dude, they do them like once a year, and they're, they're like not super terribly. Organized. Yeah, they're yeah. terribly splattered, so and it's, it's like, like thirty different this titles. Huge event that they've been in for the past two years, which I forget what it's called, but it's King like you, there's just so many strange stories. I enjoyed like, it though. Just give us like an X Men, just ongoing X Men series. Don't break off to okay X Men Days of Future Past Part Seventeen yeah. or X Men. Future Warriors, like, don't do all these, like, just Marvel, just stick to one and just run with it. Like, Old Man Logan did well, and well, that was a random event, and then it ran into an ongoing series, and that ran for yeah. a minute, and even into Old Man Hawkeye. When they rebooted, I want to say rebooted X-Men, they did Powers of X and House mm-hmm. of X back in, like, I think two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. That kind of rebooted X-Men, and everybody loved it. That was, like, a 12-issue series, or 24, I don't know exactly, but everybody loved it, because it kind of restarted mm-hmm. that X-Men, but they, I think they try to... They steered toward away from that, you know, in a way. I'm so. a big X Men guy, so um, I, I like the X Men movies. I don't. I think that, I, with exception of uh, the Dark Phoenix Apocalypse, um, which <laughs> that one too. But I think that it's got your boy Oscar Isaac, man. I love him. But yeah, X Men like the comics. The kind of was trash. I agree with that. Like. There's so much, and we could, like I said, we can go and we can for hours. Let me go beat by a child. But anyways, so I I do want to say though, with Marvel and DC, the one thing that I'm I'm kind of enjoying about both of them right now is they are pretty consistent with their releases, with their new titles on the comic side. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Like they're not. I know that a couple of years ago they were like, especially around that same time, like Lost or Last Ronin with uh, IDW. Like, that ran for, like, two years. There's some of these storylines that just ran for so long, and it's like, okay, you're running for so long that it's getting it's getting old or exaggerated. It took Doomsday Clock the same amount. It yeah. took two, three years for Doomsday Clock, exactly. a 12-issue series. But now it's like you're getting these new stories, and, like, you're getting these quick mini-series that are, like, really good and really solid examples, like Batman and Joker, the Deadly Duo, completely done by Mark Silvestri, legendary X-Men artist. I mean, that was, like... You're getting one of those every month. Well, yeah, like Deathstroke Inc. was another one. Deathstroke Inc. was 12 issues. Here you go. And it was given to you. You could read, and now it's like, you know, it's built into the the canon of the different Mm -hmm. stories. But I also think, like, how they're doing miniseries for comics in general has been helping. Because I like miniseries more than, I like ongoing. Ongoing is great. 
But miniseries, you know you're going to get 12 issues, and you know that's going to be one story of 12 Plus issues. Plus the bank. You can prepare exactly. the bank for that. It, yeah. it also makes it a lot easier for a new person to jump into, oh, well, what's going on? Oh, they're on issue three. I'll grab yeah. one and two as well. And yeah. then I'll get the next seven or eight. It's so it much easier. It makes it a lot easier that's for anybody to like, hop in and kind of get like idea. Batman right now. Like, I just had to hop in at, like, 118, which was, like, the start of the Josh Williamson storyline. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's weird as, like, a completionist. Like, okay, now eventually I'm going to have to go back and start with... Tom King's Batman number one. There were definitely great runs like the Joker War. Uh, yeah, and there's tons. And I have, I have a bunch of the trades. I'm a big trade collector too. Um, so it's, it's an like easy way to read. It's an easy way to read. Uh, there's a bunch of secondhand bookstores that just sell them at, at bulk. For, it's like yeah. for five, six bucks a book. Like, why not pick them up? But I'm with you with that, Josh. Like, it's so much easier to just hop into these mini series versus like these ongoing. Because it's like, okay, well. This storyline's not going to end for another, like, four months. So you have to, like, wait until those four months and you go hop in and then, like, you buy two issues. And I know Keenan has a rule where it's, like, he kind of gets three, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, you do two to three issues, maybe four, kind of depending on how it goes. But three issues and if you're... If you like three it, issues, yeah. Yeah, you get those three issue tries and if the third issue was, like, meh, you... Cancel that on your pool and you go on to the next one. Well, you that's know? like how Spawn is like on three hundred and something, and there's Scorch, there's Gunslinger, there's. So uh, I had to stop Spawn. What's the other one? Uh, Scorch, Gunslinger, and it's just ongoing. So it's just Spawn. And then they do like a medieval one. There's just like three titles right now. Yeah. I don't know, I'll think of it later. But like those, it's so much reading and so much knowledge. It's so expensive to have to jump into that. Yeah. You have to understand. Oh, how did Spawn get his powers? Why does why does he hate Batman? For like random things like that. Who's this medieval Spawn dude? How did Batman get into the story? Yeah, you know, it's just like there's so much. Only thing I like about Spawn comics is they're two ninety nine still. Yes, oh, yeah. they're, they're the cheap. only comic book in any story you've ever go no, to that's like, two ninety nine. There's no clear story arcs in Spawn. Like there's not like a ending. That, I mean, it goes through like they did up until three hundred, and now they're kind of yeah. branching out. Well, it's like these new series because I really started. Oh, King Spawn's the other one. That's thank you, King Spawn. So I started with King Spawn, Scorched, and Gunslinger were the three I was doing, and I started at number one. But it's like there's no like okay, I can only collect five because it doesn't really. There's not mm-hmm. a clear ending that goes into the new beginning. Where OG Spawn, there's a bunch of different story arcs within it. And Josh should testify that more because he's read most... A lot of that, even there's a compendium that kind of breaks it up nicely where it's like, hey, here's six issues. And it's like, all right, cool. Hey, here's two issues with a random Houdini story. Like random little things like that. Oh, Angela's back for a few issues. Oh, here's this for a few issues. Yeah. Here he's feeding on these wolves and relearning how to use his powers. Like, it's a, it's a couple things here and there. Now it seems to just be ongoing and going and going and going. What, what, speaking of, now that we're kind of jumping targets, I know, Jermaine, you're a movie guy. I don't know if you've kept up with, like, the Spawn movie. Like, have you heard that there's a Spawn movie? Mm-hmm. I literally haven't. Todd yeah. McFarlane. Really? This is the first time I'm hearing Dude, about it. Todd yeah. McFarlane has a hand in it. He's got, like, the master not. hand in it. Did y'all hear that who, who they want to play Spawn? Mm-mm. No. Jamie Foxx. I'll take that. I can see that. He Jamie played Django Fox. really well. Yeah. Like, I, I love his Electro. Yeah, his Electro. I didn't like his Electro. Well, I liked him in, uh, what was it, No Way Home? Far From Home. Far From, Far from home. home. I didn't like him, like, initially. When he was the blue Electro. Yeah. Yeah, when he's a little nerd. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think Jamie Foxx is fantastic. I think it's a good casting for, for Spawn. I don't know how, I've, I've heard about it, I've read about it online, and it's not been, like, something that's been confirmed by whatever studios is going to film this movie. Watch it be McFarlane Films, his own company. But, probably. Probably. And he's got like, toys and now yeah. he's going on movies. And that guy doesn't need more money. Like he makes Dude, so but he's much. so awesome. He's but like he's a little collector. Same. He's a nerd. Every time he, he does the uh, videos with his toys, yeah. he will play with them right in front of the camera. Yeah, everybody's like, I like right. McFarlane does make a lot of cool toys. He he has a lot of good products and he's one of my favorite cover artists of all time. 
I think um, most of my collectibles are like McFarlane. McFarlane. Yeah, nice. he does all those DC. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? He does that DC. The multiverse or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 So which they're they're dropping some new, some pretty cool DC figures. I don't know if y'all saw they released at San Diego Comic Con the six. Uh, figure collector set of the Batmans. Oh, yeah, yeah, with all the, the movie-verse yeah, Batmans. cloth case, oh. which McFarlane really hasn't done as much of, um, but they're also releasing all these, like, sketch edition characters. Yes. Which, those are pretty sick. And I know Keenan Alan Scott's coming out soon. Yeah, I gotta get them, dude. Yeah. It's, like, a necessity. So, there's, like, and like I said, we'll, we'll jump into figures and stuff like that as they come. Like, we're hoping to get video up and soon on YouTube, um, so that way you guys can see our faces and we can... Show y'all stuff too. Um, but jumping into the next thing, let's talk about DCEU castings and kind of like James Gunn's, what he's going to do, like what Kevin Feige did with Marvel, he's going to be better at DC. Do y'all agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Like this is the DC universe. Um, James Gunn himself, I think, will do well because the past movies he's done, Guardians of the Galaxy, so everybody good. loved. Even the so third one. Suicide Squad, too. The Suicide Squad. Squad. You have to say the Suicide Squad, because if you do both, it's different. Yeah. But these Suicide Squad, everybody loved King Shark. Oh, yeah, Who love didn't King love King Shark? Well, okay, we, let's talk about Peacemaker, too. I love Peacemaker. 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 I haven't so hopped on the Peacemaker. You, it is such a but fun... It, it's secret like it. better. I, like, like, it. like I told Robbie, I was like, I saw oh, the yeah. Adrian Chase vigilante is in he's Peacemaker. So he's so Oh, so the like, best vigilante. Like, he's an idiot. He's like, he's who I would cast as vigilante. Well, he, well okay, yeah, hang on. He in the like comics, that's, that's not his character at all. In really? the comics, their their personalities, Peacemaker and Vigilantes, were pretty much flipped. Does anyone know too off the top of the head first appearance of Vigilante? Uh, Vigilante is the new the new, new Teen Titans annual two, two, two or three. Yes. So two? you guys, so see guys, this is why you should listen to our podcast because we know our shit. I have that book. It's, it's not like we don't know, know. but um, it's a cool cover. It's got the it's got the V coming up past him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but no, like in the comics, he's way different. He was like a serious dude, and they're like. This guy's pretty funny. Let's I like how he, he is in, in this Peacemaker show. I really think that... I mean, let's let you do the intro, bro. The dance? The oh, dance. perfect. I you couldn't go Eagly? wrong. You just want that song Don't say too head. much. I haven't watched it. Do you really want to really Stop it. I don't want to spoil it. No, yeah, we won't spoil it. Dude, uh, his wife in that show is fantastic. Um, uh, I can't remember the the ginger dude. Um, he's got a, like, a really weird last name. Uh, John something. Mm, he was fantastic. It's, it's good, and we won't spoil anything for Jermaine because I know Jermaine wants to, to catch up on it. I, honestly, I might start watching tonight. You should. It's so it's, good. It's, it's it's not, you're gonna binge binge it because it's it's that good. Yeah. John Economicos, Steve Agee. Oh yeah, I that's think, right. I think HBO or whoever's doing those shows, like they did pretty yeah. good. Max, yeah, yeah HBO Max. That's James Gunn, right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, that's James yeah. Gunn. Literally anything that's come out, I think live action recently for DC, except for um, the, Flash. the Flash and Blue Beetle. And Blue Beetle that's coming out and in a couple this weeks. Aquaman two movie. It's, it's not not part of his. But it's not. Yeah, that's it. part it, of the Elseworld story. Because his first DC Universe movie that he's doing is, is that Superman, Superman. Which is Superman apparently Superman. based off of All Star Superman. All Star Superman. David Cornsweet for Superman? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What do y'all think about, what do you think about the uh, Clark Kent Lois Lane casting there? Perfect. 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 I, I was like debating on whether I like the Lois Lane, but then I, I, like I, mean, I didn't really know, know much about her, so I'm not. Oh. I just like her detective side because she, you know, she's a right. news reporter, yeah. so she has to be a detective, yeah. and I think that's what they need to focus on, because the way they're doing it with James Gunn, it's it's he's 31, 32 years old. This yeah. isn't first Superman. This is like he's at the Daily Bugle. This is Daily Life, and this he's already been Superman for twenty years. Right, so I kind of wanted to bring this up because he said Flash. I I'm not gonna say too much, but I just have like literally one question. 
did y'all like the Flash's costume that no. he made out of the Batsuit? Oh, no. It was terrible. I thought uh, it was cool, though. No. Like, it wasn't Those an amazing ears were suit. terrible. Funny. It wasn't an amazing suit. The funny but it was like... It, it was, was just funny. like that's it's a funny character moment for Barry Allen. Like, yeah, it was he a funny was created, character like, moment. Like he made something work, you know. Yeah, but he, he like couldn't even run in it as fast. Like I thought it was cool. that was I it was a cool scene to watch him like yeah. actually put it together. Just didn't. I can't say the suit was like awesome, but it was it was cool to see that. Just didn't come out that great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was the, like, the oh other, man, like he's the other turning suit into uh, the other bat suits are awesome. Honest with y'all, I don't. I like the Justice League flash suit better than I like. Honestly, the, same. One hundred percent. I don't. I don't like the same. fingerprint shoulders. I don't yeah. like his outfit. It looks. I think shiny, he, I think bulky. he looks like like a latex. You know those like latex like suits. Oh yeah, those, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, those, like a fetish. Uh, what are they called? Like those those a BD whatever they're called. BD like suits. No, 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 no. Yeah. But anyways, to get past that, like we're, I just think it looks like too super like. Uh, it reminded me of the Iron Man suit, like oh, the one weird, in yeah. in day or in game. Like how shiny it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Especially being on a guy who put a barrel of a gun in a baby's mouth. Ezra Miller. I don't know if y'all know he did that, but it's what just the like, hell? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I heard about dude, a bunch very, of the shit that he did. But they're like, a very troubled person. Very troubled. Yeah, Does crazy shit. stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's weird. But anyways, going Jumping on, off of that, what who do y'all want to see as Batman? So, I know... Mm. I, I agree. Say, I agree. With I know you're going to say Yeah. That. So, talk about that. Why? Why do you think uh, so? Watching him in Supernatural through my fiance, which is... Even in The Boys? Been, oh, 100%. That's been beaten in my head uh, through Supernatural that he's like a fun, He's a great character actor. And then even in The Boys with how he can be a physical actor, great. Oh, yeah. Perfect yeah. example. Also, and then if you want to piss off all the Supernatural fans, tell them that the last episode was how it should have ended. <laughs> I saw, too, like, watching the boys, because we're thinking about this, this Batman, it's Batman Brave and the Bold, right? This is yeah. the title that James Gunn has put on this movie. With Damian Wayne it's in Damian it. It's Damian Wayne, who... My favorite Robin. My favorite That's Robin. so wrong. Okay. Let's go! What? He's my favorite Robin. That is so wrong. Dick Grayson. He's my favorite Robin, too. The, the, the prodigal son. Love Damian Wayne, and we'll, we'll, there'll be oh, an episode where we'll go into... But see, that means we'll already have Nightwing. So you have to think about it ahead because you but, already so, have Nightwing. But Brave and the Bold, though. I for Tim. <laughs> Brave and the Bold is Batman and Damian Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Bruce yeah. Wayne and Damian Wayne. Just watching Jason Ackles in The Boys and how he was just like that super badass, like, talk down to everybody. The way that I feel like his father-son relationship with Damian Wayne. That's why, gonna, I, well, no, but that's why I really like Damian Wayne. But he was also great in that because he son. really tried... If I was Homelander, this little psychopath, and you're like, I would have treated you like a good son. You, I would have let you take a spot. Spoilers, spoilers, by the way. And the new season's coming out. He's Homelander's dad. If you haven't watched the boys yet, you need to Well, kind of. He he went into a cup, and then they put that cup into a woman. Yeah, so, but... Giving Jane the Virgin kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've never seen that show. It's good. It's good. She has a baby, she's a virgin. Jane the Virgin is literally the title. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I thought that was a great dynamic with him. Who do y'all think they should cast as Damian Wayne, though? See, I don't that's know, because that's... Okay, I thought so about that. Five I can, years, I dude. Can, but here's the thing. I have an idea, and have you, any of y'all seen The Umbrella Academy? Yeah. yeah five. From the but he's going to no, be too old. No, no. I, I don't agree. 
He'd be too old for the time. But also, too, like, Damien, if you read the comics, though, Damien's aged faster than he actually is. Well, yeah, because he kind of, you can't, he... I guess attitude-wise, attitude-wise, he has a good, like... From the guy, from really, yeah, attitude-wise, yeah. But you don't think it would need to be five in the age It's going to be somebody who's, like, a yeah. six-year-old right now is going to cast him. Yeah, but also, number five in Umbrella Academy, he's, he's like, an old man, but he's stuck in, a bo- in like, a child's body. So. Oh, that's true. Dude, that's same. True. But the other thing I like about all this DC... Josh is 4'11", by the way, for y'all. That... <laughs> hey, I'm 5'4". But all this stuff I like <laughs> so about the, uh, yeah. the DCU stuff is like they're tying in the animated into the live action. Dude. So it's Creature all ones... Yeah, Creature Commandos Creature is the first Commandos. like actual thing that's going to release, but that's in the DCU... And they're going to use the same actors, voice actors, into the live action. So you're not... I I love when they do that. So you're not confused. I'm excited for that, too. They did that during, like, Constantine, Mm -hmm. Vixen, when it was coming out at the same time as, like, Flash, Arrow, and everything. I love when they go back and forth between, like, the... The mm-hmm. live action and the, the animated stuff. That Constantine is fantastic yeah. as an actor. I still would love Keanu Reeves' back, but that Constantine actor, who I'm blanking on his name, was fantastic. Uh, I, I know it's character. Matt Ryan. That's Matt it, Ryan. thank you. Yeah. Built for the character. Who do you want to see as Green Lantern, Keanu? Dude, to be honest... Or as Hal Jordan. I don't know. It's like, as Hal Jordan, because that's so hard. You got all these new actors coming out, and the reason I think I like James Gunn so much is he's going to pull an actor that's like... Super way nice left field, you no, know. He's, he's not pulling like the names. He's yeah, not he's pulling, not pulling names. names. He's pulling like these actors are that are from like Pete, drama shows. Pete Davidson, I think she's getting yeah, like these. Which was weird was like a good example was the Superman Lois Lane. No one know who they are. Who like I knew David Cornsweet, so I was excited for that. Yeah, so but I it's heard, not like a popular name that you hear all the time. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. I don't. I highly doubt it's true, but someone told me that. They think that a good Green Lantern cast, which I guess it isn't a rumor, it's, a, it's an opinion, would be Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. That's Fuck no. And I said Sorry, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree said the with same that. thing. I was Hell like, no. And it's not even because, honestly, like, this is just my personal opinion. They cast him as Elvis, too, which... Oh, that guy! I disagree with that. After after Austin Butler did that amazing job, why didn't just use him? I don't know. He put so much effort into that character, and I mean, he should. I think he should have won an Oscar for that. But like Jacob Elordi, first of all, he's six seven. Is he really? Yeah. So he's like tall. He's like my height. He just doesn't have Mm -hmm. the acting credibility. Credibility, nor like. The look. I got it. Let's put Nathan Fillion against Nathan Fillion as hell. As so, hell yeah. Guy. Speaking of that, Keenan, I know dude, you're excited dude, about that. I'm just excited to have a Green Lantern since Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Even though Honestly. that movie, I know a lot of people hate it. And it's a show that's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah so it's, it's the Green Lantern show. show, but uh, su- uh, Guy Gardner and Nathan Fillion will show up in Superman. Mm-hmm. Just like Hot Girl... Uh, Mr. Terrific, Metamorpho, and who Mr. else? Mr. Terrific was a great casting. Dude, and he's so underappreciated because he makes the technology. He's yes. the third smartest man in the world. Third. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see the adaptation too because I've yeah. seen like a little bit of him like, but not in live action. He's T spheres. He was actually he was in Arrow. Wasn't he? An adaptation of him in Arrow. And he was in Injustice in the animated in the cards in the comics. He was in. Oh, something else recently. Ah. Are y'all fans of, like, the Hawk people? I am. So, the, I, it's interesting, their story and their plan and everything. Yeah. But, like, for a good example of Superman, I don't get why she's in it. Mr. Terrific makes sense. He's a smart man. Guy Gardner, space. I gotta say, I'm glad she's in it. 
this is like super so off the cuff. I don't think many people will know, but like, I think when I was maybe 12, 13, 14, there's a show on Nick called 100 Things to Do Before High School. And the actress that they casted for Hot Girl, she was in that show and I used okay. to watch it. So I was like, oh, like shit, like cool. bringing back people from, you know, it's the, it's the nostalgia of it. That's why I think I like James Gunn. He's putting these actors that have, you never really used to yeah. see or do see at all. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's kind of a different dynamic. Yeah. What do y'all think about Anthony Kerrigan as Metamorpho? Solid. Perfect. It's a perfect I think that's choice. a perfect yeah. solid. And I bet he'll like be good. like full color too because he's he bald. was what? He was yeah. Victor Saz in Gotham and then he was yeah. a character on The Flash like early season one of The Flash. He's also in Barry. Everybody that's loved really... him in Barry too. Yeah. I think I think it's a solid cast. I think that's a great a great cast. I feel like he's really looking to be like who acts like and who can I see in this character rather than just you kind of look like the character. Yeah. Exactly. I, the castings have been, been pretty like yeah. Solid. I see it. Like so now that they're cutting Ezra Miller though out as Flash, who would y'all like to see replace that? Grant Gustin. I would love no. to see Grant. He's, he's done. I, he's I done, but I would love to see him. But you know, for Flash, I wonder what I Flash they're gonna do. I if they're gonna, gonna go with Barry Wally. or Wally. I think they're gonna lean toward Wally because I feel like that's what James Gunn yeah. really likes more. Um, but I feel like you're gonna have to introduce Barry and. Do y'all you think know, they're gonna use the same Iris them. from the Flash movie? No, no. They're gonna recast. They're gonna. I didn't like the Iris. I, I don't she think she's a great actress. She's a fine actress, but I mean, I don't care. I like the I Iris didn't like her Flash. acting. I didn't I, like her acting. She was, I thought it was very. She was a very. It was shy. She, was a, she was a shy woman on the first day. Yes. That's what I'll give her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. It's kind of like how Anakin in Episode Two. You're just like, what a baby. It's like, but he's supposed to be emotional. He's immature. He's supposed to be like that. Yeah, exactly. I was a big fan of Iris from the Flash TV show. The Flash, show, exactly. So, oh, and so I think Candace like did such a good job. Like I don't know, cause have, I'm have rewatching had, it now. So her, before, right? No, I. The only people I met yeah, is Stephen Amell. Okay. In my you. dreams, I'll I've been trying to mm. get to SDCC for years. But now that the flash is over, like I'll yeah, never get to see that panel. But great you know, oh they'll yeah, do but yeah. They, yeah, they'll totally do something else. But like for sure, that's what I'm excited about for all this stuff. It's kind of like a reboot. Like yes. comic books right now is getting a reboot with well, the Donna DC and well, then James Gunn movies. Rebooting. It's been ten years since Man of Steel, and then wow. like six, seven movies. It's like what? That's and crazy. then Marvel's been pumping out two or three every year. Dude. Which on which on which but on they're that, not that's even fatigue. that good. Yeah, no, that's the only problem. After Endgame, it really feels like it's been fatigued because they're really trying to grab. Like exactly, Secret Wars has been a great movie. A few movies, I feel like there. You have a bunch of those larger events. Um, what's the one where Spider-Man gets a black suit? Oh, Secret Wars. Secret Wars. You could do all that kind of stuff. I mean, Armor Wars is now a yeah. movie, but I mean, I feel like they're just trying to shove too much into just twenty-two minutes. I yes. think if they like really take their time to adapt the stories from the comics and stuff, like they'll come out way better instead of. Like, like Love and Thunder. Yeah, it's just all the consumerism. Like, right. And I don't even want to get making a quick buck. But it's exactly everybody wants to pump out these movies and shows and stuff super quick, get the money. But then like the ones that are actually pretty good, like they're not really hyping it up. Like Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle, exactly. Yeah. And Blue Beetle, like I know DC's already talking about. Oh, it's not gonna gross a lot. I'm like, that's fine. But that movie actually looks. It does. It's good and enjoyable, and it looks like it can go for a broad cast rather than a select few. And then you're you like, know oh, what right. I like about Blue Beetle's story? Basically, like, his whole family knows he's a superhero. And yeah. I think I hate that we're continuing to push the trope that, like, your family can't know, nobody can know. Like, 
they're all like everybody knows that he's a superhero. It's cool. I like to see well, it. how he was in uh, Young Justice was fantastic. Yeah, if they could emulate some of that, where like, hey, the bug hates his parents. Young Justice so season good. five. Are we gonna get one? I p- p- please, please. I don't know how the way it ended. I don't think it needs it. I, I want to see want it though. More. Literally, I want I need. more. Young Justice was literally okay. Batman: Brave and the Bold and Young Justice; those were the two shows that got me into DC. Like as a kid, Young Justice, was and it so was good. so good even back then. And then like the most recent seasons are so good, so good. Oh, well, with uh, what's his face? That Blue Beetle, um, Jaime Reyes. Jaime Reyes, um, he's family oriented. Like that's his whole thing. No, no, he's, no. He's just a smart dude. He is. Like he Horn. was. He's the goat. Hey, he's, but Dan Jurgens, blue and gold, though. That yeah, but ball. like having having. Yeah, I feel like that's why he does great with Booster. But having like a kid put himself in a situation where he has to be heroic. Well, and, he has, and he has nothing. Well, hang on. Well, he could be an adult. But like having, like you have almost no control this over him because of the bug. Like I think it's fantastic where you have to really fight on other part of yourself yeah. to do anything until you finally get it. To One cooperate. of the things I think is really cool is like I don't know if y'all saw in the trailer. Have you have y'all watched the update mm-hmm. movie the trailer? Yeah, and they're like talking about how they're in court industries. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. Ted Cord's oh, yeah. in this because it, it's, uh, it's he's missing. It's his sister. It's his yeah. His villain. The villain is the sister, which is trying to get back the scare. Yeah, which oh, okay, but who's the real villain? Like, the, is it her? But no, he's like a D slash S tier villain. Him but it's like, and it's like people were saying like, oh, it's the Black Beetle. But I'm like, well, if it's oh. the Black Beetle, that means it's Booster Gold. No, 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 no. Then you, no, because like, that's part of the Reach. Yeah, because Young Justice, yeah, it shows you it's part of the Reach. So you have like the different colors. Which is just like that whole entire species. Because um, you said, you said, something you said one in Young Justice. Yeah. yeah, just with. Um, there's another guy with the scarab. The it's the Martian. It's the green yes. One. Okay, that's what I was thinking about. I don't know why that show was ingrained in my brain. Yeah. bro, I've seen it like two, oh. three, four, five times, but it's like I just rewatched it at the shop. Really? I, I'm like I'm in that's the middle of rewatching it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm honestly watching like four different shows at one time it's right so now. So good. yeah, because he's the uh, Green Beetle of Mars. That's yeah. So there's that's one on every planet. If you have the Black Beetle, and then you can just throw him as like. Well, which I hope you don't, because that's another same same versus same. Yeah. Going after shows, I'm you know I'm super, kind of changing topics here, but the other show I'm kind of super stoked for. I think it's coming up this year, maybe next year. Is Invincible season oh, two? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Like everybody was super. I haven't watched that. Um, Adam Eve. For, it's apparently rough. That new special, whatever. Yeah. I heard it's good her things. Yeah, her origin or whatever. I heard it was good, but I, I Invincible was just good. I think Seth Rogen in general though oh, can Alan, write comics. Alan the Alien. Great. Yeah, can write comics and direct. Like he did that new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which comes yeah. out Wednesday, August second. We're gonna watch that. There'll be an episode about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude, and so I'm not a huge Team NT fan at all. I'm not either, but it looks fun. But it looks like teenagers. No way. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a character in it, but I think he also sings too. I'm a big Post Malone fan. Going to his concert this weekend. But do you got all the Post Malone cups? Dude, I need my friend. Energy. My my friend. He's about to get the fourth Look, one tomorrow. I, I work at Canes. <laughs> he works at Canes. I need a shirt. Yeah. I need a shirt. Canes. I, I can't. What size are you wearing? Two XL. Uh, what? Because I have an XO. I don't really want the two XL. Yeah. Dude, I mean, look how tall this guy is. Small. small. I'm also six eight. Yeah, Robbie's a foot and a half taller than me. So you know, we just have like middle. You have six eight. You know, six one. Maybe five. We just go Four-ish. down. I can fit into, if I really try, I can fit into a child small. There you go. That's crazy. That's, crazy. That's how you know Josh is little, guys. I'm a little buff man. Anyways, <laughs> next thing that I kind of want to discuss with y'all, um, the James Gunn DC Dreamcastings. Like, I say Dreamcastings as in, like, who would y'all want to see as who? And, like, I know they haven't announced too much, but, like, 
Who do you want to be casted? This Let, can we hit a rewind real quick? Let's hit a rewind. Okay, okay, okay. We want to talk because y'all were talking about Invincible, and I actually okay. I haven't seen too much of it. I haven't seen too much of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, but I've been seeing a bunch of different like videos and edits and like uh, what is it? Uh, death battles and shit with. Uh, they did Homelander and Omni Man. Yes, but but not even that. What's the what's the girl's name? Adam Eve. Adam Eve. Yes, her and Gwen Tennyson. I've been seeing that matchup a lot. Oh, I mean, you can uh, can change molecules. She would have wiped the floor with Gwen. Really? Yeah. Really? Dude, is she can really alter states of matter. Gwen yeah, has like, some magic-y hands, and she's kind of lucky. Yeah, yeah, wow. no. It's, okay, yeah. I, I don't even is know, very like, powerful. her, her Oh, no, everything, her clothes, it's everything. And she can really? change the molecules of anything day, whatever she it's wants. It's kind of giving, like, Martian vibe, kind of? No, like, Molecule Man. Not, not, yeah, like, kind of like, yeah, Molecule Man, or like, you kind of imagine if, um, what's his face, his name? Oh, man. I want to say Adam Smasher. Oh, uh, Captain Adam? Captain Adam. It's kind of like Captain Adam, but he can at least, you know, she can at least expel those molecules. No, I've literally been seeing that matchup everywhere. Watch the death battle with Homelander and Omni-Man. Okay, but besides it, because they normally do like eight bit or some three D, mm-hmm. it's all hand drawn. It's really cool. Shout out Death Battle. That's good. That's good. That's good. Screw attack. Anyways, we good. We're gonna talk about uh, James Gunn. Like, who would y'all want to see? Well, I know what we hit character. Up... Do you want to see Robbie? Yeah, let's I... talk about characters. Okay, so characters. One of them I really want to see, just because I just finished the story, is Mister Miracle. <sighs> I, I think really New Gods itself Mr. should be a movie. I think I that's think, what it I would think... hit all of them. Is you know, you'll see Barda, um, Barda, you'll see Mr. Miracle, you'll see, you know, the High Gods. I also kind of want... be a great introduction to I kind of want Dr. Fate, dude. dude. I want Dr. Fate. Like, I want I, something we, we, where it's Give like, me back Pierce Brosnan, that man is so Yeah, because we had Dr. Fate already in Black Adam, but which was okay. I want, like, okay. expansion on, like, I want... I want, I want actual Dr. Fate. Well, because you can also make him Zatara. Yeah, yeah, because of... Uh, they did that in Young Justice. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. I think what I think they're trying to do is kind of do, like, a Young Justice kind of... You know, lead bring to Justice it, Bring League. it to life. Give I want to see it. Give I need all the Young Justice content. Give me all the weird stuff. Like, I don't know. Just all the weird kind of, like, the underground. Not underground, but kind of like the weirder stuff, you know. Oh, like, sure. Justice League Dark. That was a DC's New 52 Dude, run. To see Dude, the animated movie is so good. So Justice good. Justice League Dark. The, the Constantine uh, House of Torment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Jeff Lemire murdered those books. If I we think see... If they oh, do like, like that Zatara like route for yeah. for Doctor Fate, that means there's maybe a chance we'll see Zatanna in it. Well, because and then if you can't, you can throw with the Titans of Damien. Exactly. Or or make her an adult. It's so many different like, avenues. Show. Yeah, it's so many different avenues. It's just because DC has gone on for so long. They have so many stories to branch off of, but it's kind of yeah. hard to pick if you mm-hmm. want to say because you're like, oh, I want to do this, but you're like, oh, I also want it incorporate these two stories with this you're like ah okay I can get in there the dumb man answer would be give me a black canary I wanna see black canary That's live what, action uh, and y'all already know I already said this earlier Chad Michael Murray for Green Arrow I still think if, you're wrong. if anyone <laughs> is, if anyone has seen One Tree Hill y'all know who I'm talking about I don't wanna be exactly <laughs> you know what's up Chad Michael Murray for Green Arrow That's okay I, I, I said this earlier but now I'm thinking about it, and uh, so there's a podcast that there's actually some people from that podcast that are going to be on the show. Shout out the Speed Sultan, uh, the Hall of Nerds. They talked about a casting that I thought was interesting that they wanted, which was Oscar Isaac's 
as Mr. Miracle. Yeah, I heard about I can, this. Okay. I can totally I can get behind After it. seeing what he did in Moon Knight, like, I'm like, okay, he can play that dark kind of... Well, it's that, because He's doesn't so he, Moon Knight or Oscar Isaac had that schizophrenia, right? Yeah. With so, that well, multiple, multiple personality disorder? Well, Oscar it, Isaac or the character? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, like, you know, he played so, that yeah. really Wait, well, so though. Oscar Isaac is perfectly fine that I know of. I think so. I think because so, Because yeah. acting against yourself is intensely hard, and he does a fantastic job yeah. on it. You want to talk about Mr. Miracle and give him some PTSD where he still has some like apocalyptic things in him. Oh, well, that's why in that's he's not even the son of Darkseid. He's the son of the High Father. No, that's you're thinking of Orion. Orion, yeah, Orion's, Orion's the son of kid. yeah, and then Mr. Miracle is the son uh, of. They, I, they, no, they flipped that. No, thing. I thought it was Calabac uh, and. No, no. So Mr. No. Miracle is the son of the High Father, and then Orion's Orion is the son of Dark Side. Really? They switched, they switched them to make a peace Wait, agreement. I, yeah, I thought I thought it was Orion going to the new god or going to the new gods, and Calabac going. Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. Mr. Miracle, because that's their yeah, son. Yeah, no, wait, yeah. Calabac is uh, Darkseid's, like, henchman. Right. And that's where we get, like, Granny Goodness. That's what, and... okay, that's what, I don't know, well, I don't know how I could use that. Yeah, but that that was basically a peace agreement, yeah, so, so these High Father, High Father won't fight Darkseid, and Darkseid won't fight High Father. Speaking of, like, those dark, random, like, what were you saying? I love those random, obscure characters. Oh, like, like, Granny, Granny Goodness, Goodness yeah. Granny Goodness, yeah. So you have, like, the, the names. Darker, like, yeah, the, so it's the names. They're it's like Polka Dot it's, Man. It's alliteration. That was polka the best part about the Suicide Squad. Polka Dot Man. I love them. I see squad. my mother. The Suicide Squad. squad. But let's, let's talk about darker castings. I'm looking really excited for this Swamp Thing project that James Gunn's bringing out. Dude, who do you get to voice him? That's a great question. See, I don't know. Like, did you, y'all watch Swamp Thing? Because I never saw. I never yeah, was able to. No, I never. I never had the ability to. I didn't. Even, they have a TV show. Yeah, yeah they did, but they canceled it because of some. There's some taxes See, that they yeah. couldn't get back from that show, and so they basically canceled it. Or something like that? Yeah, because I like it's some it's some some weird. I'm thing. just excited, and I think about like seeing. Have y'all seen uh, Werewolf by Night? Yes, I haven't seen that. that was the, the perfect thing? way to do it to do yeah. like Man Thing, and I was like, after oh, that, seeing like, that, that comic horror. Yeah, and it was black and white. The whole movie was black yeah. and white, but like it oh, told so much. Yeah, so I did hear that they're gonna go more of the Scott Snyder route from Swamp. Oh. And Scott Snyder's Swamp Thing is great, really good. So I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. And just a, also, there's the storyline, like the villains that he uses, are these obscure, like super dark, like almost gives me like preacher vibes. I don't know if y'all get yes. like, this is preacher ass face. <laughs> but it's like you you kind of get those eerie, like ooh, that's kind of uncomfortably dark, you know. But that's what kind of what Swamp Thing and all those kind of it's like reading Constantine Hellblazer. That stuff that's those are rough, rough, and it's yeah. supposed to be because it's the darker side of DC. It's like when they did DC Vertigo, it was the right. darker side of DC yeah, and all those. Even if you just look at the covers too. on Hellblazer, they're. Oh, yeah, dude, Doom Patrol. I'm gonna bring that show up. Great, but then even that the comic book series by Grant Morrison, which I just got. I'm gonna read. We're gonna talk about that. It's so great, and it it gives you kind of new experience. And I also like the different characters. You know, Robot Man. He's a man with a brain, but he got an accident. Um, Negative Man. He's a secret, uh, secretly closeted man, and wants to you know kind of understand what's going on. All these crazy Jane, multiple personality disorder. That was my favorite character. Yeah, sixty four or however many multiple di- different personalities. Each one has a power. Yeah. That's kind Everything of a cool way to do is, heroes. Yeah. Everything is full circle. We brought up Jane the Virgin earlier. Crazy Jane, the the actor Diane Guerrero. She was literally the one of the main characters in Jane the Virgin. Yeah, wasn't she like the best friend? She was. Best That's friend. just yeah. crazy how this yeah full circle man. Yeah. I I literally have watched like every TV show known to man. Well, except the ones I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Except the ones. Yeah. I haven't yet. I've watched everything except like, 
<laughs> I've I've seen a lot of TV, a lot of movies, so I love it when like the characters overlap. You're just like Eddie knows. And that's why Jermaine's on this this podcast, yeah. guys. He knows so, too much. Movie pop culture man. Hey, hey, we need one of those. Funko pop collector too. So. Yeah. Really. It's, it's honestly, it's a pain in the ass right now. Dude, kinda. it's horrible. I'm moving right now, so. Uh, oh, yeah, even worse. Those those are, like, the hardest to, like, travel yeah. with and everything. It's just. They're so bulky. To give you yeah. all a background, too, we're pretty much all college kids. So, we're either, like, just getting in, started, or you're, what, you're about to be a junior? I'm about to be a junior. So, we're almost done with college, and then Josh is working at the comic shop. I graduated. He graduated. He was, he was so advanced for us. Yeah. But, um, so we're, like, <laughs> you hear us talking about some dilemmas, you're, like, dang, y'all think that's hard? Yeah, it is. We're young. All right, so don't. don't and I keep all my Funkos in the box just for, like, You have to. You have yeah. To. It's just, like how I keep my figures. You keep them in the box. He's a big Star Wars figure collector. Yes, way, so. Star Wars figures. I might take them out of the box. Like in my next apartment box. Yeah, you can't keep Legos in the box. You build those Legos. Yeah, that's that's like that is the best thing for like a calm time. It's just to build some Legos. Honestly, love Legos. I have too many. Yes, sir. I want to get one of the. So they have this friends set, and it's like one of the scenes. Oh, it's on friends. sale at Walmart right now. It's on sale. Yeah. But because I used to work at Walmart, I still have my Walmart discount. Go, go I'm right on now. My way. Because literally, I've been I'll go with you because it's in the three thirty second. Honestly, and I currently work at Walmart. No way, which hey, one? They're paying for my school. No, you can't. We can't talk about location on here. Oh, but I do work at Walmart. Have y'all gotten the three thirty second sets yet? Quit. The uh, Mandalore clone trooper ones. No. No. So, or that's another thing to you guys about this podcast is like it. You, it might be called the comic store club, but comic stores don't just sell comic books. Yeah, we'll, we'll mainly so, talk about comic, but we're like gonna we're going to steer. But if there's like a cool figure that comes out, or if there's a cool like you know announcement about Funko that's that they're doing something or a collection, like we're also going to mention because I know a lot of people too with the pop culture scene, they're into that stuff. That's you know, so we got to talk about it. And like we just hit, we're like what two weeks away or two weeks past San Diego Comic Con, and they didn't, I mean, that's they announced so much, man. Yeah. Oh, it was so a lot, much. and they it's it's a lot, but. Anyways, so moving on, we just, before we record this episode, we all made sure we caught up. We watched the Loki 2 trailer. Yes. What are our thoughts about Loki 2? Is he glitching through reality? What's happening with that? I don't, I think it looks good. Yeah. Is, is he jumping through time? Because, well, why? he said he's being pulled across Well, he's, and time, well, and yeah, he's so not guess... in the right current timeline either, because they pulled well, he's him dead. out of it. He's dead. He's dead, technically. And he killed, what's his face, uh, Kang uh, at the end of season one. So there's got to be some time well, disruption, killed. whatever. Killed, yeah, quote, one killed. Of yeah. One of the multiverse, which Marvel's trying to tap into now, which it seems good, but I feel like they're not doing it well. I'm not a fan. I'm I feel like fan. they really could have done it with, like, Far From Home and proxy people in there. I feel like they could have gone, they like... they were it, setting but, it up. But it was... they, And then they made it an all or nothing. Either they yeah. all come in and reality destroyed or nobody comes in and nothing happens. They, they had it set up really nicely like when the first three original mcu shows started coming out right they had wandavision they had loki and then uh falcon 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 it was really good the wandavision stuff led into the loki stuff which kind of you know you're messing with the the world the reality exactly so they were doing it super nicely like cohesive as well it was you know going good but then it just fell off they like ruined it. It was just—it's too much going on. Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, well, why bring this? Bring that person in? Oh, we can't. Well, yeah. why? Ah, the show's reasoning is like we don't want to get them involved. But it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, exactly. It was. I thought the way that it was gonna go was like 
the WandaVision stuff was going to lead into Multiverse of Madness, which also yeah. led into the Loki stuff, which also led into the Atman stuff. But it felt like there was three different routes going on. Exactly, exactly. And it should have been all three horrific different things happening, but none yeah. of them. You were like, lost. You know, right, like nothing with Ant-Man involved Doctor Strange, nothing with Doctor Strange involved the other Avengers. Exactly. It's like, dude, I'm sure you can get somebody to help. Yeah. And I don't get, okay, so at the end of uh, Far From Home, right, he loses his, or everybody loses the memory of Peter Parker. Yeah. But, like, doesn't that affect reality in some way? As well, it's no, because right? they yeah. still remember Spider-Man. But I think because they just brought Peter Parker, it's people who had that but, part, like that relationship, he'd be like, if I never met you. Still, but what about um, him meeting Tony? Like, does that not exist anymore? No, apparently not. Like, well, yeah, he, well, oh, yeah, I met Spider-Man, not Peter Parker. He right. never told me who he was, which gets, which you could, so basically, Civil War still, you could... They kind of just yeah. warped people's minds. I think they pretty much like, just took that and went, we're going to I think they're going to use that to kind of turn that leads into the Hobgoblin. That's my personal yeah. opinion. Because I, I that's what it feels like. Because they're going to get like, in the love triangle with Mary Jane and Ned and uh, Peter. And, uh, well, no, because he was using with Betty. That's true. That's true. But When I kill her, Spider-Man doesn't save her. He hates Spider-Man. There you go. Mm-hmm. Going back to Loki, though. So, yeah, have y'all all seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Oh, I have you? I didn't. I, have I didn't see it. So It was so good. We'll talk about the end credit was that part in the trailer. Go where for it. They're sitting and Ken comes out and he's like this inventor in this old-time fair. When I saw that, I freaked out because I'm like, I love Loki season I one. I totally forgot about yeah. that. Wait, that, that was Loki season that was one was the... really good. Really for Loki or for Guardians? Guardians. Was, Guardians end credit was that scene because at the was well, it just more because that's what they did in Loki season one. It might have been no, it might have been Ant Man that it was the end credit scene. No, Ant-Man, no, Ant Man was the one where everybody's cheering and yeah. it's like oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. Guardians was the end credit scene was Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson sitting in the audience yeah. in disguises yeah and they're like pointing to like a super old timey one. That's yeah. what happened in Loki. That's what, that was like the last shot of Loki. What's, what was season it? one? No, that was like. The, Wasn't the last shot when they killed Kang and it was just like. That was no, it. No, or I guess it might have been at the end then where they're like, no, I could have sworn. It's them like sitting in an old timey and he comes out of this inventor and like, that's him. And he's like, that's, that's him. That's what the end credit scene was for Guardians. Was it? Why did I. Yeah. How did I know so, that? And then I showed it in the trailer for the season two. Yeah, with the inventor. I'm interested to see, like, maybe, are they going to tie in, like, historical figures to this, too? Like, are we going to see, I'd like, be down for it. Like, I know one of I'd the biggest, my one of my favorite comic book adapt- adaptations on a TV show is, like, uh, Umbrella Academy, right? And that's so Umbrella good. The, the way that they did, like, the JFK assassination, how in season two with Vanya turning into this, like, basically, like, a nuclear bomb. I, I, I kind I of am hoping for that for so much. That does not gosh. match the graphic novel, though. I can tell you that. The yeah. comic and the show, too different. That's yeah. what, and I have the comic, I'm going to read the comic, but it's just like, seeing that, and also, too, I'm a big Back to the Future fan, and the way that it's like, hey, if this never happened, it's like a comic. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get chain. me started about timelines. Yeah, like, and you're, dude, I know, we're dealing with crazy. Flash, and like, Flashpoint, stuff like that, which we're going to have an episode about Flashpoint coming up I'll soon. See. Okay, so I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I, I'm watching the show called The Order right now. It's on Netflix, right? Okay. And basically, like, one of the main characters, he's in college. He was taking an ethics class. And his professor is like, um, if you had the chance, would you go back in time and kill Hitler? And then, Hitler? Hitler. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I would. And then the professor's like, you would kill a baby? And basically, they're just talking about this whole thing. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, an event of that magnitude, like, even I'll if you went back Hitler. in time, but even if you went back in time and killed Hitler, something even worse is going to happen. Right. But, like, 
time itself has to happen. It wants to happen. So no matter what you go back in time and do, like something catastrophic is going to happen right. in place of the event that you're changing or it's still going to happen regardless. Right. I don't know. I just... That's how I view it. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the same thing. Like, I talk to people all the time and they're like, they have a lot of huge regrets and I'm just like, well, if you didn't do this, you would have missed out on this opportunity. Exactly. This person, you wouldn't have a kid right now that you love very much. Exactly. So it's like, there's different things and even though it's like a comic book theme, I do believe that like the timeline, you can it, never go it, back in time. Exactly. Flashpoint proves it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so cool, but I like shows like that. So I'm hoping, you know, Loki with this timeline thing, I hope they include some like historical events. Like maybe there's fucking dinosaurs or something. That'd be freaking cool. I think just going back in history is cool. Cause yeah. you kind of see the I aspects. Love period pieces. Yeah. Period pieces. Yeah. Yes. seeing like how, who Kang was throughout mm-hmm. time. If you want to make him like Vandal Savage or he was, getting I was just like, about was, to bring that he up. Was he was Caesar. He's everybody. Big trips got to better do that. Uh, but if you want to do something where he's just been all of these people throughout time or been in right, right behind the scenes like of every major event like just in history hiding, have them hiding like, history because well, that's what they kind of do like Pompeii and mm-hmm. with every, like all those uh, whatever events they called them I love the way they did that in Endgame too like that whole scene with like the suitcase like mm-hmm. they're trying to get the Tesseract oh. yeah yeah and like Captain America fights Captain America that was cool like, I thought that was cool. Or, like, how he's in the elevator and he's like, Hill Heiser. That has to change something up with the timeline. Like, the, with like, that one? And do you, like, when people, when these heroes are going back in time to fix things, or, like, even them just going back, like, is going to change something. There's well, repercussions for your actions. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, but, well, because also you gotta remember, like, they took and they put the stones back right when they took them. So, but it's they were still there. Like, even right, just their that doesn't matter because, because, no, because that's a branch that comes off. And now that you're coming, you're going at the face of that branch, which is the tree, and now you're pretty much cutting off the branch. So it's like, so it never it, even happened? Exactly. The only, yeah. the only that's branch, what the TVA that's why for. Loki, yeah, that's right, and that's why okay, Loki yeah. was such a big event, because that branch well, he took the snapped. Tesseract. And right, and that branch never got snapped. Like, because they never went back to that It makes sense now. It makes yeah. sense. But also, so there's this comic that kind of just finished. There's a 14-issue version. <laughs> Uh, Captain America: Symbol of Truth, and introduce this character. They are not introduced, but he's in the story. Nomad, which is Steve Rogers' son. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because there's no Nomad as Cap. Yeah, they. Uh, really. I think that they're gonna use. I, I, I'm just predicting this. This is you're hearing it first here. I think he's gonna be in the MCU because Captain America went back and lived with Becky. You know. Becky. Becky. Or Becky. What? What's her name? Peggy. 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 I was about to say Peggy Carter. Peggy, right? Peggy Carter, because she's Peggy I'm Carter, Captain certain, America. Whatever, but. I think they're going to go back and, and they're going to have a kid Sorry. and the kid's going to be nomad. And because he has that super serum blood in him, he can't age. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see That's where it goes. Because the original nomad was pretty much cap at the end of Civil War where he's just like, I'm done with that. Okay, so he went back in time, right? He, like, old Captain yeah. America, he went back in time, he went back with And Peggy. he just stayed with Peggy. Right, but the thing... But how? That, what about the Captain America from that timeline? Well, I... Uh, there's the whole theory where the pallbearers at the funeral, the other one was a different Steve Rogers who continued to age normally, like our Steve Rogers. Yeah. Chris Evans one, the other the guy behind him is the old Steve, so they both are living like he's frozen in ice. Her, uh-huh. her, her, her Chris Evans is frozen in ice, ice, but like our Chris Evans is now with her. So he's That's... never coming out of the ice, like that version of him. I will no, okay, because this one never Captain America, so. Or maybe you get Hydra to rescue from the ice and see your hand that too. Ooh, that'd be that'd be gay. But no, yeah, they're still they're still they're technically in that universe is two caps, but one okay. is active and one's a regular dude and the other one's in the ice. That is crazy. Yeah. See, that shouldn't work. Like that. No, well, here's a. 
I don't want to say not even story wise. Just even, like it does. There's another event like that with uh, the scrolls and the character that they mm-hmm. take. They take him at a certain time, but then the villain his his whole idea about what he wants to do comes way later. Yeah. But if you take, it's like taking somebody five years too early, and you're like, well, why would you take him when he isn't crazy yet? Yeah, and it's like that doesn't make sense either. Marvel just goes, nah. I like, just feel on, like even the science, there. like I feel like three versions of the same person, no person, couldn't exist in the same life. But see, well, now you get so literal, you know. Yeah, you have to think about it as this it's is still fiction. This is well, yeah, fiction. This is comic. So you can't. You have well, uh, the other thing is if you like lose my name and identity. Yeah, and then you're never gonna like see my face when you do like a full Ronin. Nobody's gonna it, know. Right, you have right. loose rules, you know, and that's the way you think. But it's it's cool to think of it as literal because you're all like, oh, this could be a different dynamic to understand. We're like, as everybody understands, and some people really take this serious. So I'm like, it's just a novel. It's a fiction. Yeah. It's a story being told. It's like folk tales being told to people that want to understand new I, ideas. I think it's great yeah. for stuff like that too because you can take like the implication of somebody go back in time and go, okay, but then you could t- pull a story off of that. Because there'd be something wrong with that. There'd be two caps. Yeah. There'd be, you know, like the Hydra cap and the regular cap, and then you could. You they could really do a lot. It gives you a lot of. It gives you. Yeah. What if they just, made those three like what? caps fight each other for the main Captain America what? spot? Like I don't know. It's just so many to see. Yeah, that's what they did just now in the comics with Civil War. Really? Um, yeah, they did like a prelude to Civil War, and then they did. They're doing another one. No, they're they're like they just like a six. I don't even. This is what I'm talking about. The Marvel confusion. Because it's like with DC stories, like, you get the It's clearer. chronological. It's, 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 it's one after the other. I have done several presentations for my classes in college about why DC is better than Marvel. It's like, just it's easier to understand to me. Yeah. And like the I, world building was, like, one of my main points. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah, it's easy. Like New York is New York and Marvel, but, like, Gotham's a city. It's like, first of all, yeah. it's cursed. And then it's it has its own environment. Why doesn't it change? Why is it always dark? Why, yeah. is every, why does everybody suck here? Well, and then, like, how the best reboot they did, and they had to do it, and it talks about it in this DC documentary that they did recently, was they had to do Crisis on Infinite Earths for that generation so they yeah. can understand who the heroes are, what happened to all these heroes, why is there Earth 1 and Earth 36? Is that the one that Jeff Johns wrote? Uh, no, that was George Perez and Mark Wolfman. Well, he did Infinite Crisis, right? Yes. Crisis on Infinite Earth. He did like Crisis on Infinite Earth. That's the Owlman, that's the Crime Syndicate. He also did Infinite Crisis, he helped on that. But the very first big event that happened like for DC was that Crisis on Infinite that's Earth. That's George Perez. That's the instruction yes. of Ted Corden, that one. But like, the okay. first kind of like event they ever had was the Earth 2 introduced yeah. in Earth 1 with the Silver Age and Golden Age kind of tie-ins they did with Flash and all of oh, them. Yeah. Which then they streamlined later on to be like, hey, where it's, everything was like this. And that's why we have everything those, was separate, now they're canonizing. That's why we have way. those appearances in those, like, those early, right. Golden Age, or late, early Silver or late Golden Age books of the like first... Alan Scott and Barry Allen, or Alan Scott and Hal Jordan first yeah, Barry Allen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and like Silver Age. So it's kind of, it goes more into it, but it gives you different perspectives of all the stuff, and it gives you an understanding of, oh, this is what's going on currently, so you're not confused. Yeah. While Marvel, it seems like they do that, but it's Your like, um, 30, you know, different ideas. Man, I'm going to there. 
It's other thing with Marvel is there's so many different timelines and it's like everything feels so separated. The X Men feels so separated from the Avengers, who feel so separated from yeah. like street level heroes. And I'm Don't just like, this is all I the same Avengers. universe. Like, at least with DC, they're like, nah, Superman's off world. Wonder Woman's dealing with the fire. Like, there's stuff going on. They're like, well, why can't we get Green Lantern? Well, he's pres- in a different part of space, so good luck. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, hey, they're a monitor. They can't. Or it's like, Everybody's busy with something. There's all like if they give a reasoning for it. Marvel's just like the who the Avengers. Now nah, we're the X Men. Yeah, and it's like that's why. And like I said, sorry to those the who Avengers. are listening who are these huge Marvel fans. We're not like trying to diss Marvel in a way. We are, but we're. I promise. <laughs> I, I, promise. I like Marvel. Well, it's yeah, just everybody has their own ideas. You know, everyone has their own ideas. And this is like I said in the beginning. This is going to be more. You're going to see. We're going to lean more more towards DC. But there is a guy who's going to be on here. His name's Clay. Um, he's one of our friends from the comic book shop. He's just not going to be as available as the most of us to be on the show all the time, but he's a big Marvel guy. I know you hear a lot of different opinions about Marvel versus DC from him. He's also a big DC guy as well. But what did y'all think about the pilot episode? You think of one? Think we're good? I think I we're think pretty so. solid. Yeah, I like it. I can yeah. do this every so, Tuesday. Yeah, actually. I do want to let the listeners in on a little secret. Yo, no, 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 nothing about Walmart. No, no, nothing <laughs> about Walmart. It's about me personally. I am cosplaying as Green Arrow for Halloween. Nice. And I've been growing on my beard for it, so I can literally like do the classic like goatee. There for you go. Green Arrow. You're gonna dye it blonde? Maybe. I yeah. think I'm my my best friend's mom. She does hair, so I'm gonna like. I don't know. Try to persuade. Yeah. If I was a foot and a half taller, I'd do Nightwing. I can always do like I can. I'm a great Wolverine because I'm just stocky, right. short, hairy. No, man. I'm literally. I just short dress up and stocky. Yeah, we're so both shaggy. Part of that. I'm so a great group. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Six eight, Mr. Fantastic. Ooh. We got Groot, we got Shaggy, then you got you know Green, Green Arrow, right. the Nightwing. You know, we got, like a, we got a midget Bane over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lift the chairs out of the water. You're like so Batman Forever, you know. It's so, <laughs> well, y'all, that was uh, this is what you're gonna hear from us every. Uh, we're gonna try to release a new episode every Wednesday. We record on Tuesdays, but upload Wednesdays. Why? Because Wednesdays is what new um, comic book day. So before we close off, I know that you know some of us are still we have the weekly pool list. Is there anything that we're looking forward to this week for comics? I don't. Know, I haven't really looked this week. This I don't know what's coming out this week. So Hang one on. of the biggest things is I'm loving the DC facsimiles that they're doing. Oh, hundred percent. The facsimiles are amazing. I picked it up today. Omega Man three uh, first appearance of Lobo, and then oh the next the next uh, Night Terrors cover. Yeah. For the Joker, it looks it's horrible. Oh, yeah, I the Joker. It. There's like teddy bears coming out of his mouth. I picked that one up as well today too, as well as Batman uh, Night Terrors two came out. So, there's a bunch of different other titles, too. Marvel side, Spider-Man Annual Number 1 comes out this week. There's a Marvel, like, Death of Omniverse thing coming Death out, Omniverse. too. Death of Omniverse. Also, too, for, we talked about it. For you cover collectors, Alex Ross is doing an homage to the X-Men 1 that Jim Lee did, a connecting cover variant. So, go to your LCS, a.k.a. local comic store now, um, and pick those up. But, thanks for tuning in, y'all. We're excited to get this uh, train rolling with y'all. But, if you're not already, come join the club. We'll see you next time.